What's up, guys? It's another episode of Primetime with Travi T. I'm your host, Primetime Travi T. And as you can see, we're in living color today. We are live in person. This is my guest, Troy Diamond. What's up, what's up, what's up? Um, we are in a remote studio right now. We've got a couple live audience members in the background. You might hear laughing and giggling. But for the most part, it's just, just going to be me and Brandon talking to each other. That's his real name. <laughs> Through your whole government out there. So you're a rapper, somewhat of a singer. Musician, somewhat of a writer. Somewhat of a writer. I like that. Uh, <laughs> what do you like? What got you into music? What got me into music? Um, really, just I just always liked music. I just always like to listen to it. I always like envision myself being like, like whenever I hear other artists, I'd be like, I want the same feeling. I want to be up on the stage like they're doing. But also, it was just really truthfully. I didn't like, I was trying to find a way to get attention from girls, try to set myself apart. So I was like, I'm gonna start rapping. And I was like, I'm gonna start rapping to these females like that sometimes. Yeah. But I was like, I, I started doing it and I was like, I like the attention I get from this. And then I started doing it more and I started learning how to do it for real. And that's when I really started to work it. I, I feel that. Uh, so you said that you wanted to be like other artists. What are other artists were like influences to you? When I was young, I had like, I had a big influence from Eminem, from like Method Man, Red Man. Okay. People you see like in Def Jam, things like that. Like it's like just just all the general artists, Busta Rhymes, all the really lyrical ones were like the ones that I saw like an aspiration from okay. or, or an inspiration from. That's really different from like who you currently yeah. draw inspiration from. <laughs> I kind of, I'm currently a huge Charles Gambino fan, so yeah. but I like his art and his storytelling and his how it's very honest and true to himself. Yeah, that's what drew me to him because I was like I can feel some of what he's saying. I can identify with him. But the lyrical aspects of Buster Rhymes and Eminem, they tell their stories as well, but you can hear their their actual writing abilities. And that's what was like, I want to be like them and keep on practicing to where I can be on par with them. But I also have this aspiration for honesty. And that's where people like Gambino and all the current artists I listen to are really identified with. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think I would ever, um, I would never associate you with Eminem or Method Man, Red Man, <laughs> Buster Rhymes, any of those guys. Like when I think of Troy Diamond, like just because I know you as a person, I know you now, uh-huh. I think of Childish Gambino, Travis Scott, Chance the Rapper. <laughs> that's, the, that's the big three. I'm very into, like I'm very into honesty. I'm very into storytelling. I'm very into production now. So I'm less about the lyrics because that's that's what I practice. That's when like, like growing up, before I started going to studios, I would write like every day. Like I would like yeah. I would be like in class. I'm supposed to be paying attention, and I'll be like writing stuff, and they would just be like figuring out random words around. I'll be reading the dictionary. Like this is a really weird word. I've never seen this word before. Let me rhyme it as many times as I can. But like writing and just off the top of my head, see what I can do. And when I started doing that, I realized there's no like substance behind it. Like it's cool that I can rhyme all these words as many words as I can, but. There's no like it doesn't set me different from anybody. That's when mm-hmm. I was like, I want to start doing this personal. And that's when I started to make a change and a shift towards storytelling and actually being myself. Okay. So how long have you been Troy Diamond? Because I don't think you were Troy Diamond when I met you. I wasn't. I went by the name Caution, who spelled K-A-W dollar sign H-U-N. And then I changed it just because I just kind of stopped feeling it. And I was like, it just kind of felt like like a gimmick? Yeah, it kind of felt real, like rappy. Like it felt it didn't feel. <laughs> it didn't feel like like a, a person. It just felt like just some random ass name. And then 
and then I made a switch around like I think it was my junior or senior year of high school. I think it was my yeah. senior year of high school. I I changed it and it was like just became like a new identity, like a different like a, a different part of me. Was there another name in there? I thought you had a third name. Um, I had a lot of names. I did like because I I started when I was like five. So like <laughs> so, so so like I I it was everything but my actual name. My actual name is way too common. So I was like. You do have a common name. <laughs> but actually, yeah, so so I started going by a bunch of different things. I was BMD at first. That was just my initials. Um, I had a lot, I had a lot of names. That's kind of hard, though, BMD. <laughs> they, they <laughs> was, there was, like, The Reason. There was Black Magic. There was um, Caution. There was there's another one I'm forgetting. I don't remember. But, yeah, I had a lot. Yeah, I feel that. I had a lot, too. I was all kinds of terrible names. <laughs> I was T-Mike at one point. Awful. T-Mike? T-Mike. Middle name's, middle name's Michael. Oh no! I was um, I think the most random one I had was like Saint Forty Five. I was like, I, I called myself Mardi Gras like, once. Mardi Gras, just Mardi Gras. <laughs> Why not? I'm weak. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I had some terrible, terrible. Looking uh, back at you, like I, I shouldn't have never chosen yeah. that. Like, and like, then eventually I ended up just going Travis Trimble, and then now it's prime time Travis T. You could be either one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Those I'm, are so much better than Mardi Gras. At one point it was Sin. I was gonna rap with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I was low key gonna like start doing math before COVID happened, and then I was like, "Well, no, I can't do it anymore." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was not cool. And that was just the norm. Like, I just had like a plain, like a plain white mask. Yeah. Just just had my eyes out. Yeah, that was my. Like, I was gonna do like a mask like this, but then two just don't think I'm being safe. And it's like, <laughs> like that's not what the look I was going for. Safe I just didn't want to show my face to y'all. <laughs> uh, that's like weekend when he first came out. Like no one, like how did he go so long without us knowing what he looked like? That was that was the same with um when Travis Scott first came out. He used to like. His, he 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 still kind of does this today, but if you look at his pictures, he doesn't look directly at the camera. Yeah, like his like his eyes would be down, or like he, he used to have a mask on and stuff like that. Like he was very like weird. You have a, a habit to do that too, where you'll cover. I never I realized that uh, like a well, while I never mm-hmm. have like my full face in the picture. Yeah, it's always like either half of it or like I'm looking somewhere. I don't know why. It's just yeah, it's almost like branding. Um, so now I gotta ask you about that. Above water, the brand. I can see it. So yeah, talk talk to me about that. What? How'd you get into this? How'd you start it? What uh, made you want to do it? What What above water is is just being comfortable where you're at. Is it means to be well content. It means to be like happy. It means to be like you, you can make enough money to you don't necessarily have to be rich, but you just don't want to struggle. And it's and it and it's more than money. It's it's a mindset as well. Like you could be like. Like mental, like like with mental illness, you could be anything. You could be like I'm. I've wrote. I've risen above depression, and I've risen above being broke. Whatever you want to call it, and it's just, it's just a state of being comfortable. It's a state of where nobody has to worry. It's a state to where you don't have to worry. Maybe your friends, your family, whoever around you is essentially above water. That's where the name came from. And I've been. I think I came up with that at like late late in high school. So like junior senior year around that time. That's when a lot of that's that was my biggest shift. I don't know what inspired all of that. But like in junior senior year, that's when I started making change, started branding this above water. That's also where the the heartbreak and not a lot of people realize what it means. But the heartbreak is a symbol of growth because I feel like when you get your heart broken or you go through the worst pain or trauma, whatever, that's when you essentially are like, let me make a change. If if I if I went through all of this, I can grow from all of this because you you basically hit your bottom. And you 
have no other choice but to go up. So that's that's where the growth of the heartbreak comes from. It's a constant reminder that I have to keep on going. I have to keep on developing, keep on growing, be a better person. Okay. Okay. What What is like, what, I guess, what struggles, what made you want to, to speak out the, to be above, to be above water? Like what made you, what brought you to that point? Um, it's not, you're saying it's about, I mean, rising above depression, rising above these things. It's, it's not it's, really something that just, it's a bunch of you probably. It's a bunch of things. I never like I never had a lot of money growing up personally. So I was like, I want to make sure my family doesn't have to or my family now and my future family doesn't have to worry about the same things I may have had to worry about when I was younger. Like I feel not, that, yeah. not always having enough money, not being able to afford like the, the coolest looking stuff, and I'm just out here looking like anybody. Right. You don't and wear, you didn't want to wear the Walmart shacks. I didn't. I really didn't. And I did. I definitely did. But <laughs> I didn't want like it was things like that. And I never felt like super significant as a like when at a point in time. So it was like like I want to be a standout, and I want to feel as important. I want to feel like the biggest person in the room and the biggest person in my own life. And some like at some points in time, I didn't always feel like I was the most important person in my life. I feel and that. it's my life, so I'm yeah. like I should definitely love who I am and love what I have going on. So that it was just a self self acceptance thing. Definitely, definitely. Is that something you think you've struggled with? Is self-acceptance self-esteem yeah it was a really big part of the whole like like i said the honesty aspect of music that's what really that's what really started to take a turn i was like i'm not gonna so much just rap about like rap about the word contemplate and like it's like just yeah. big words it's like i want to do things that that cater to someone like me so that's when my like, favorite artists and stuff started to change too that's when i started listening to gambino and i was like i feel exactly what he's saying and that's when I started to make that shift to make music for somebody who is like me, but maybe younger. And I was like, if I really, if I actually make it and I speak to somebody and I can change their life, that's really all that matters. So that's the whole purpose of me doing what I'm doing. I feel that. So you're not, would you, I mean, you're not rapping to make, like, I mean, obviously you want to make money, you want to pay your bills, you want to do that. Mm -hmm. But it seems like you're more rapping to make a difference than that's too. that's really all it is even if it's like not music i just be trying to think about like how i can change other people's day how i can change other people's lives because i don't want like i've had to be with a lot of people that had their own depression i don't know if i had it i never really like seen a doctor for it i feel that but it was just like i kind of I, I identify with people and they tell me their symptoms i'm like oh i felt some of these things before but i always wanted to make a change in people's lives i always wanted to make people happy and save people's lives if i can and I was like, I'm I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a police officer. I can't really ch save people, but I want to do it with my words if I can to try to change people's aspect on life. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. I mean, do you struggle with that at all? Like, do you? Because that's like a that's like a big thing to put on your shoulders to kind of like. I guess there's two ways to look at. It. You can either look at it from like this is my goal, this is what I'm trying to do, or this is like this could be a product of what I'm doing. Um, I wouldn't say I've struggled just because. I've been through a lot, like I've seen a lot. So yeah. I wouldn't tell you something I've never been through or seen. So I wouldn't just lie to you and be like, well, there's always this you could do. And it's like, and that was the wrong information to give you. If if you're coming to me and like, I don't understand how like how I feel on the inside, I don't understand what's going on. Just whatever personal story you have going on, I probably lived through it, I've seen it or been with somebody that overcame it. So I always try to incorporate their knowledge and my own knowledge into the conversation, whether it's music, whether it's actual real life conversation, whatever I can do to 
express it and show how it can be overcame instead of you just like I'm stuck in a rut and I can't get out. I'm always trying to find a way to help, whether it's just that or something bigger. Absolutely. Um, so talk to me about Welcome to Heartbreak. This is a, what, five-year, four-year um, in, in the making? About about three or four years. And initially, my first project was called Antisocial. I made that when I was in high school. It was, it was a school project. I was just like, let me rap about whatever's going on in my life right now. It was literally just a story. I remember Antisocial. There's an actual story that went with it. But then Welcome to Heartbreak, it was not a direct play from it because it's it's still a story of my life, basically what happened after. So it's it's kind of comes directly from it. Yeah. But it really is it really just stems from personal experience, like from first track to the thirteenth track. The first one is just about growth. It's just about that's why it's entitled the younger I get, because it's just about how much you grow in life and it's about how much changes around you and how much you can you can't how much you don't really realize how much things are changing until it's too late yeah because the very first lyric of that song is my biggest regret growing up is not realizing that i'll regret growing up because once you hear it it's like like it's supposed to draw you into where you realize like how little time you have like from the time we started this interview to now we're never gonna get we're older already we're yeah. never gonna get that time back that we just had yeah and that, that's kind of what i want people to realize is is that exact thing and that people just need to live more because you shouldn't be so hung up on what other people think about you, what other people feel. You shouldn't be so hung up about what you feel. You should just live, I feel like. And that's when, like, that's kind of the whole, like, I don't know the word for at the time. My mind's blanking. But that, that's the whole theme of it all is is just living. And after that, it kind of follows the whole story. It's just about where I was at mentally, where I was at physically, where I was at relationship-wise how things may have not panned out the way I wanted them to and just how I felt. And that's really the whole theme of the project is just a whole personal experience. And then I hope some of the songs identify with other people. I know other people, like, cause I've asked everybody to tell me their favorite song and I noticed everybody has given me a, a different song. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but yeah. I, normally you'll, you'll be like, this is the biggest song on the, on the project. But I really didn't know which one was. And I didn't release any prior to the release of the whole project yeah you didn't have any like lead up singles i didn't have any singles it, simply you kind for of released reason. it for on a whim too it was very much on a whim it was normally i'll be like i'm gonna release this on the 17th we're gonna like promote this i just kind of dropped it i was like i'm ready yeah. to drop it now we we talked about it literally i asked him i said when, when are you gonna drop this when are you gonna drop welcome to heartbreak i've been waiting on this thing for years now and he said oh i don't know i don't know, I don't know. And then that night he said eh, i'm gonna drop it tomorrow <laughs> i said what <laughs> It was it was it was very impulsive and just like like the whole theme of the project is just living life. I'm trying to become more impulsive, so sometimes I just do things. Sometimes I drop a song. Sometimes I drop a project. Sometimes I just be working on something different. Just whatever I feel in the moment. That's really where it came from. No, I definitely feel that. Um, so what took what took it so long then? Everything. I changed um, the order. I changed a lot of the songs. A lot of songs I took off. A lot of songs I put on. A lot of features. I, I moved things around. Had new people. Had different people. People I met along the way. I was like, maybe this person would work better on this song. Maybe this person would work better. Maybe this person didn't fit on the song. It was a lot of. It was a lot that went into it, and it was that, that's that's why I started three years ago. It was different producers. It was everything, and also I kept some of the things like that on purpose. There's songs that are in there that I recorded three years ago, and there's songs that I recorded like a month ago. So. I wanted to show the gradual growth, and it's like maybe my vocal range was different, 
maybe I was rapping or singing different at this point in time because I didn't know as much and maybe the producer didn't know as much, but you can see the growth from one song to another. And another song you'll see has like the, the producer knows what he's doing more. I know what I'm doing more, more confident and still things like that. I wanted to show a certain dark tone in certain songs that just kind of seem raw and certain songs seem like more abstract and right of the way, because that's, that's where I'm at now. It's like more abstract. Absolutely. Um, so what, what, I guess if you're like, if we're stacking up all the, the qualities of a good rapper, good musician, mm-hmm. so you've got like, you've got flow, you've got wordplay, you've got just writing ability. Um, I mean, nowadays singing ability. Where do you, where do you like rate Like if you were giving yourself a report card on all your different things, what, um, would, you, what would you give yourself? I, and it's okay to be arrogant. It's cool. And yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I'm not like super arrogant about certain things, but I'm like, I know what I'm good at. Okay. And I know my wordplay and my rhyme scheme are like, a, are like a to a plus because I, that, that's, that's what I really craft myself on. That's what I really that's what I really pride myself on. He says his pen is nasty, y'all. Yeah, it is. It, like, like I, that's one. If there's one thing I can do, I can write. And but I'm still but working on style, though. I, uh, yeah, but yeah. if there's one, if there's one thing I'm really working on, it's like delivery. And I will say this: like you've grown so much with your delivery. Like when you when I first met you, everything was kind of like I mean, you monotone. have a, you have a monotone voice, so like yeah. it was just coming out monotone. And now, like you can, I can feel the emotion when you say things. And I can feel the different, like how you say it. I really had to work on that. So that that's improving. So I would say like a C. And um, my singing isn't that great. I'm I'm practicing, but it, it it ain't that great. I don't know how much farther I can go with this, but I'm trying. <laughs> and, I, and I was trying to know I'm trying. So I'm gonna give that like a D plus. <laughs> it ain't it ain't nothing crazy. That's why that's why I like working with other artists because I'm like maybe they can sing better than I can. I let feel me, that. Me too. Let me get my point. Cause I, I like to write songs where people are singing, but I'm not great at it yet. So I'm like, let me just keep on doing it. And maybe somebody else can fill this void that I have. And um, I'm trying to think what other factors will go into it. What about branding? Branding? I think that's a big part of the game now. It's not, this isn't the the eighties and the nineties anymore where you can just show up. Yeah. You gotta have branding. Things. And that, I, I think, I think that's a, that's also a developing thing. I'm learning more about it as we go. And that's where, like, I'm still incorporating new, like, I'm still incorporating symbols, words, like, above water. I have a thing on Instagram where I say smile for me now. And that's, that's just about, like, just being happy and just being, yeah. Just, that's, that's just a thing. It's just like you're always happy when you smile, even if you're faking it. It's like, well, at least I smile today. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's really what it is. My, I think my branding is improving. I'm trying to work on that. I, I shout above water out in almost all of my songs at some point. Yeah. Or I make some kind of punchline about it, but. I, I think, think I cool. think your branding's above average for someone at your level. Yeah, like I've, yeah. I've interviewed a lot of artists all over the country. Um, I the, yeah, definitely think your branding is above above average there because, I mean, even just using the simple hashtags like you were saying, the smile for me, the above water, uh-huh. um, just, that's just all just there. I have a lot. I I change a lot and. I always have some sort of new hashtag that follows above water. That that stays consistent. But there's always another one. Like at one point, I had Harley favorite, which was just meaning like I know a lot of people want to see me make it. I know a lot of people want me to, like, are depending on me and counting on me. So I like that's where the Harley favorite thing came from. It's just a reminder to myself that I'm doing this not just for myself, but for other people. Absolutely. Um, so what are your what are your goals? Like at the end of the day, when you're looking like 
you get signed, you get whatever, whatever happens with your career. What is like, if you're writing the roadmap to your destination, what do you want to hit along the way? Um, honestly, I'm not really sure. I, I, I changed so much. So my, like, I'm not really impressed by awards or anything like that. I'm not really like, I, I just want to be around a lot. I want to be on everything. I want to be in everybody's face a lot. I want to be like on TV. I want to be on like, um, I want to be on talk shows. I want to be interviewed. I want to be performing. I want to go on tour a lot. Things like that. I just want to be in people's face. I want to be like a constant reminder. That's really what it is. I don't really care about being like best rap artist of the year. As long as I feel like that, a lot of people, like I feel like that can be justified in other ways than somebody yeah. else giving me a, a, sure. a trophy. For sure. Um, so when you introduce yourself as an artist, what do you say you are? Like, hi, I'm Troy Diamond. I'm blank. You're a um, rapper. Are you a people, singer? I think people would identify me as a rapper. I just identify myself as a creator. I don't really want to limit myself to just rapping because a lot of time it's like this poetry and my stuff. For sure. There's people singing. There's a lot, a lot of times I make R&B music and I'm not even a singer. But like I can make R&B music. I can make rap music. I can make poetry. I can make rock music if I wanted to. I've done it before. I just haven't released it. I could, I could, I could really do whatever. I'm a, I'm a, I just, just a creator. I've, I'm gonna have my hand in everything, and I listen to so many genres. Like I said, I, I can, I can do country. I can do rock. I can do whatever. And even in past that, it's like just multimedia things, writing stories. I, I just like to create things. I just like to have my imagination fed somehow. Absolutely. Um. So before we get off here give me some recommendations or give the audience, I guess, some recommendations. Um, so for an album, an artist, and a song. Okay. Some albums that I really rock with and I think would identify as well with me and that resonated well because the internet by Charles King, you know, is probably my favorite album. It's just like the timing of it when I first heard it and it was just like, I just identify with that album well. I think Rodeo by Travis Scott is a great album, probably a perfect album. I think the Eminem, the MMLP one and two are some of my favorite albums. And I'm trying to think of some more. I rock with, like on the singer side, Janae Aiko, um, was it sold out? I think so. I think it's sold out. So sold out might be my favorite. And um, there, there's a lot of artists. I'm trying to think of them. There's like one like people a lot that people don't know about like Tokyo. Tokyo is one of one of my favorite artists too, and he had um Wave Theory. That's T O K I O. T O W K I O. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's Heaven Only Knows would be a song that that's one of my favorite songs like ever, and I'm trying to think of just songs. The Brian Fresco Hire is a different song a lot of people don't really know about. I got so many. It's like I'm trying to think of what people know, and what people don't know. But I feel just, that. just, just like I, I know there's a lot of people don't know about. There's a lot of undercover ones. Um, I know one of my favorite songs in existence is like it's playing on games by Big Sean. I don't. I just I love the sample. I love the hook. I love the the video. Everything about that song is like I love. So it's, that's one of my favorite songs. Big Sean's underrated. He's probably I always put him in the top four. Top like, four of his generation for sure. I always have like like because people always say like the Drake, the Cole, the Kendrick, and then it's like who's the fourth. I always put Big Sean as that. Big Sean's definitely there. He's a, he's just one of the greatest rappers we have now, and he's definitely 
like as far as albums, he never misses with his no. albums. And he can he can hang bar for bar with any of those three. Exactly. So I always said Big Sean is an underrated artist. But as far like I said, as far as artists, there's a lot. There's there's local ones. There's a couple I have on the project that are gonna be like big ones to watch out for. Like like Jalil's just kind of really getting started. He don't really know how to I don't know, like like he hasn't really committed to fully starting oh, yeah. yet. But he but he'd be around. So it's like he's he's gonna be decent when he really figures it out. I had um Kelly STS Kells on there. There's like I said, there's other artists like Tokyo who's who's bigger. There's I hang with people, Nobi. There's, there's there's a bunch of people that I can think of off the top of my head. Absolutely. But that would be a really long list. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. So I hate to put you on the spot. You want to rap? You want to freestyle right now? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, not, I'm gonna take my mask off because okay. I don't want I don't want to get caught up. <laughs> All right. Um. This is a prime time exclusive. How can how are we gonna do this? Are we gonna like? You want a beat, or you want acapella? Uh, we can do a beat, and y'all can throw our words, and I'll just rap about those. Mm. Let me pull up a beat. Hopefully this goes well. <laughs> this is how this is how I met Brandon. Is literally he would he would rap for food. <laughs> that makes me sound so homeless. <laughs> no, no, but literally, like he'd be like, "Hey, like I'll make it say what you start freestyle." I'm like, "All right," but and I'll literally just be freestyling about it. But I use this as a trade. Like I wasn't really good at it initially. It was, it was like the when I was a freshman, the seniors. Like they they found they randomly went to my tables like hey can you want to rap and I was like I, I guess I can and I went over there and I was rapping and I was like and then they just kept making me do it every single day and I was like until I really got good at it so you shout want, out to them you want to rap on a fat and jaded beat that's fine. Um, when it drops, so so I can hear how it drops and stuff. Yeah. Something you gotta share with, share with, pick it up like airheads. I blast off and blare this. I mean, it's kind of said this. I mean, it's unfair how people just be staring, but still, people staring, they're looking at me different. Difference. I'm looking for that interest. My implement, my above water. Thirty people getting it into this above water. Like a car that don't start. It's kind of funny. These niggas really ain't got no drive off the top. Of looking dead in their eyes. I'm talking about like pop fries when they got no biscuits. It's kind of funny how people listen. The bad guys. I don't play with them like halftime. Kind of funny how I switch that. The mad guy that still wet him up like these people are getting baptized. I feel like capsized and cut him off like they capsized. Uh. He said prime time, but still my lines kind of funny highlights. Every time I pick up the mic and get it's my time. Every time I switch this, people look like high life, like this, like they're drinking. But these people, what they thinking? I switch it off like I'm blanking. I switch it off when I get this. I mean, it's funny to me. These people, I can feel it, how they running for me. It's real. It's like the top, like they're gunning for me. It's shooting stars when I get it, they be running for me. It's not funny, I'm making bands, now they're gunning for me. Uh, diamonds. 
toy with the diamonds. I feel like I'm flying. I feel be the highest in the room. Can't decide how I did it when I do this. Uh, my music is so different. My intuition flipping this and put it off like basketball and blasting off like astronauts and astronauts. I'm getting this. Uh, how you sitting this? Uh, I'm my little kid. Uh, so different. Uh, I be killing this. Uh. All right. Uh, looking at the camera. Shout out your your Instagram, your your Twitters, your whatever you got. I go by the name of Troy Diamond. You can follow me at Troy Diamond. Troy X Diamond everywhere. It's on my on my bands at Troy X Diamond. Hashtag above water. Also, you selling these, right? I am selling these. They're only a dollar, but only a dollar. Only you a can dollar. Hit them up on the Instagram. You can hit me up on the Instagram on the Twitter. All of that. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. And then um, I'm going to have more colors that is coming soon. Ooh. I'm probably going to have shirts and hoodies and stuff. I just got to I gotta figure out how I want it to look. That's the reason why it's taking me so long. But but mm-hmm. there's definitely got to be more colors. We're about to buy the above water brand T13 is. We're about to absorb them. <laughs> All right, y'all. It has been really, really real. Like, so real. See you.